Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of AutoLine Daily. It's Thursday, the 16th of May. I'm Drew Winter from WardsAuto.com. Let's get to today's top stories. Honda left Formula One back in 2008, but now the automaker is returning to the series. The automaker is teaming up with McLaren, and the two will start racing in 2015 under the new McLaren Honda team name. The Japanese automaker will develop and build the engines, plus an energy recovery system, while McLaren will develop the chassis and manage the team. And in other racing news, Renault just signed on as a technical partner with Formula E, a new racing series for electric vehicles that is sanctioned by the FIA. Renault will work with Spark Racing Technology, the company that will assemble the race cars, and help with the EV system. The series is scheduled to start next year and race in 10 cities. Cybersecurity is a hot topic these days in Washington, and now it's got the attention of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Bloomberg reports that the agency has created a new office to make sure cars can't get hacked. NHTSA and other lawmakers are worried that the increase of electronics and other connected technology in cars will make it easier for someone to remotely access and disrupt the systems and vehicles. And in other safety news, the 2014 Subaru Forester was the only small SUV to pass the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety's new small overlap front crash test. The agency added the test last year in which 25% of a car's front end on the driver's side strikes a 5-foot-tall barrier at 40 miles per hour. Last year, out of the 11 mid-sized luxury cars the IIHS tested, only two received good ratings. And in the most recent test of 11 small SUVs, only the Forester received a good rating and the 2013 Mitsubishi Outlander was rated acceptable while the rest received poor or marginal ratings. By now, most of us have seen the interior photos of the Mercedes 2014 S-Class, as well as a leaked photo of the exterior. Now the company is giving us more pictures to scan over and the details on all the technical bits. The car will offer four different powertrain options in its first year, two hybrid versions, a gasoline engine, and a diesel. It also uses cameras to scan the road for imperfections for adjusting the suspension. It has 300 LEDs in the interior that can be set to different colors and even has five different fragrances it can emit. Apparently, Australian truck drivers ignore warning signs for low-hanging overpasses. So one company called Laser Vision came up with a solution it calls Soft Stop. If a driver with a truck that is too tall ignores a series of flashing warning lights, the soft stop system puts it into action. A wall of water cascades down with a giant stop sign projected on it. Another plus to the system is that it will not damage a vehicle if driven through and can be used to safely stop drivers if a problem lies ahead. Coming up next, a look at how Formula One champion Sebastian Vettel is helping Infinity develop its cars. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. 
Earlier this year, F1 driver Sebastian Vettel was named Infinity's Director of Performance. While that may sound like an empty title, the three-time world champion's role is much more than ceremonial. Take a look. Infinity's involvement in Formula One is not merely a marketing exercise. Sebastian Vettel gave extensive input into the development process of the new Q50, particularly with regard to the steering system, the brake performance, and body control and suspension movement. So in sport mode, the car is very direct. Through the slalom, the car feels settled and it felt under control, let's say. In standard, it just yeah. seems to be one less response. Yeah. The steering wheel is lighter, mm -hmm. but also the car is less direct and mm -hmm. less natural in a way, especially when you get with a little bit of bumps up mm -hmm. and down, left and right, change of direction. It's not direct because there's a delay in this needs further tuning. All of these recommendations contributes to the dynamic advantages that this car offers against its competition. Just about to do the high-speed test. It was extremely interesting for me to get the new car ready. There were some experiments that still needed some polishing. Just about to enter the oval now. I was just trying to give a little bit of feedback. Talking about steering, braking behavior, things like that. So it was good to get a first impression. Well, Sebastian's involvement within the development of Infinity vehicles has been very similar to how he offers feedback within Red Bull. Sebastian will drive any vehicle on the limits, be that a road car or a Formula One car. His sense, feel and touch is something quite unique. You know, I've been talking to Sebastian and he told me, OK, I tried the car, tell me what you think. What better circuit than the Nordschleife to really try a car and push it at the limit? Nice feeling in the carousel, you know, it felt really stable. When I spoke to Sebastian, it was very good news. It feels a bit like a, a race car. I was very happy to hear that uh, I was able to help. It's obviously important to tell, you know, the guys what needs to be improved. The change of direction and the weight of the steering wheel is definitely great. I, I really like this. Every aspect of the car is better, from, from the steering to the suspension. Infinity has worked really hard to improve it. You know, it's going to seduce a lot of young guys and I'll be one of those because I'm sure that the people that will drive this car will feel something completely different to what they were used to and this is what we want to achieve. Huh? We're less than one week from North America's only conference dedicated to the automotive interior. The Ward's Auto Interiors Conference is next Wednesday, May 22nd in Dearborn. And if you're involved in interiors, We've designed this event just for you. You'll hear keynote speeches from design leaders at Ford and Mercedes, and you can check out an exhibition of displays from many top interior suppliers and attend panels focusing on the hottest topics in interiors today. Panelists include a who's who from the interior teams of major OEMs and suppliers. A few names include Ryan Vaughn, lead interior designer performance cars at General Motors, Robert Walker, chief designer Jeep interiors for Chrysler, Robert Gillardi, Design Manager in North America at Ford, Julian Montus, Interior Design Manager for Mazda Design Americas, and Eric Kloh, Director of Cadillac Interior Design Studio at General Motors. So join Ward's Auto next Wednesday at the Henry Hotel in Dearborn to meet, network, and find out the latest trends and technologies that are shaping today's and tomorrow's auto interiors. There are just a few seats left, 
So register now to reserve your spot at AutoInteriors.com. I also need to remind you to watch tonight's episode of AutoLine After Hours. Joining the auto extremist Peter DiLorenzo is Jordan Lee, the guy in charge of Chevy's small block engines. That's tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at our website, AutoLine.tv. But that's all, folks. Once again, I'm Drew Winter from WardsAuto.com. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.